everybody. Welcome back. It's season two of Big Time Auto Racing Podcast. Now, at the start of last year when we when we started this, I don't know if we really had a big plan with it, right? Like we just wanted to go through and, and, and make episodes covering our races and, and what we uh you know, how our years were going and, and, and whatnot, you know, uh myself and you both had obviously interesting years last year, but we got a lot more to do this year, so um why not season two? How has your off season been, man? How you feeling? You know what's going on with you? Yeah, man, it's uh, it's been good. We got a lot of new. You know, we haven't done an episode since. I mean, you have changed teams. Yep. You know, I've got a baby a couple months from coming. Uh, we we are a lot of things have changed over this off season, so we ain't had a lot of time to do episodes. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, uh, we are going to do episodes for obviously each cars tour race this year, as we announced, and we just kind of want to get a, a a preseason episode out there, basically a, a recap of last year to kind of fill you got fill the gap in between of you know what happened between uh, Caraway last year and uh, Southern National this year because we ain't really got to talk to you guys a whole lot since then, um, and for, and for both for you know for good reasons. So, anyways, with that being said, um, man. Like I said, I'd already asked you, but we'll just get back into it, man. How did, you know, the off season, right? Here we are. We're already back to, you've already raced the icebreaker. So, yeah, you know, racing's back mm-hmm. at this point. We're still getting into the cars tour season. But before we dive into like this season's previews and like, I'm not going to sit here and make power rankings and tell you who I think is going to be good this year and, you know, all that. And, 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 you know, we are a cars for podcast, right? But we're also drivers. So we're just kind of going to, I don't, I don't know if you want to set this as a, I don't want to title this a season preview because obviously we're not, wanna, we're not going to go in and analyze each driver. Yeah. Right. That's just weird for us to do. Yeah. It's like kissing your sister. Or something. It's just <laughs> odd. So, um, we are just going to kind of talk about, you know, the season coming, what we expect, who we think is going to be good, um, who we think is going to, you know, uh, rebound or who we think, you know, is going to have a lot of pressure on them to not fall off. Uh, stuff like that. Maybe that's some things we can talk about without ruffling too many feathers. Um, also, uh, some of the races we're excited about this year. And uh, we have a new rating system for this upcoming season. We're going to talk a little bit about that. I think we talked some about that on last year's uh, final episode because we wanted to change it up to make it a little bit more accommodating for each racetrack. We'll talk more about that too. But anyways, Well, I think the biggest thing, like you said, not just for myself – that I think is going to be interesting and, and fit into this podcast, this specific episode really well. There's been a lot of change mm-hmm. this off season, oh, you know, yeah. not just me. Um, a, you lot know, of a lot of moving parts uh, within the tour itself uh, and, and people going to other teams and, yeah. and just things, uh, I guess the, the structure and how the tour is going to operate this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, we had a uh, another announcement the other day. I'm sure you saw, uh, I know you and I are, are fellow, uh, sound gear, ear mold wearing yep. competitors that, yep. uh, they're going to be a, a sponsor of the series. Yep. I have heard through the grapevine that there's going to be another big one announced, uh, either this upcoming week or the week after. Wow. So yeah, car store, obviously a big off season story this year was Z max came in as mm-hmm. the, uh, as the title sponsor for the car store. And obviously that's a big deal. I mean, we've, this is kind of old news at this point. You guys already know all this, but for those of you just kind of, we're just catching everybody up. All right. Just bear with us. Here. Yeah. We're not, we're not going to go too much into detail, but, um, yeah, Z max signed on. Obviously, in 2023, that was the first season for uh, for Dale Jr., Jeff Burton, Justin March, Kevin Harvick to be the owners of the series, and it went great. And at the end of that season, they signed Z Max, which is owned by 
Marcus Smith. So a great relationship to have um, in the uh, in a in a short track division like that. Obviously, kind of puts it on a grand scale, right? So uh, having a, a bid company like that as a title sponsor is awesome, and that's not taking anything away from Solid Rock Carriers because they carried the car store literally for the last however many years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it was very important for them to be a part of the, that of the sport in that time, right? You know. So it's a it's a new chapter. It's going to be cool. Is it going to be more corporate or whatever? I don't know. That's up for us to find out, right? You know, I think that's a fair assessment or a fair question for two drivers to ask on a podcast. If it goes from being something like that to to a corporate sponsor, yeah, things are probably going to be a little bit more serious around around some things. So that's something we're going to have to learn as we go, right? You know, um, not saying this don't change much. I don't really see a whole lot of difference there. I don't think it's going to go no corpo or nothing, but I think you do have to watch your steps a little bit here and there. You got to pay attention. I'm sure there'll be some briefings, um, at Southern national to oh, let yeah. everybody know what's expected of them. There was, that, that was a thing last year, but I think this year, I think there's going to be a little bit more of a, and, uh, I don't know if intimidating is the word, but a little bit more a of standard a, of a standard that's expected. Yeah. And, um, I think that's a good thing. It's great for the sport and good for, you know, not making a fool out of yourself and regretting something you do 10 years down the road. I've, 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 I've kind of realized in my older age that most of the rules that are in place in racing are basically just to make sure you don't look like an asshole 10 years from now when you have a kid on the way or something. Yeah, yeah. There's things that I would have done at the age of 17 or 18 when I was first getting into racing that I wouldn't even fathom doing now or you know acting like a jackass on on camera or whatever so yeah there's rules in place and there's discipline in place and they've obviously been very even the last year with the suspensions and the and the probations and stuff like that they were not they were very uh strict on all that they did not miss a call all year as far as as far as that goes they were very consistent and i think that's what everybody asked for is consistency even if it is like every time someone got probation or suspended last year you would read the comments and it was like, whatever happened to having a little personality? Oh, yeah. Or, what? For sure. Oh, this car store is turning into the worst thing ever. Well, sometimes it, most people may not see it this way, but sometimes you do look like a jackass when you're out there running around on the racetrack trying to fight somebody. Yeah, absolutely. It's not a good look. No. It's not a good look professionally. It's not a good look for the company. It's not a good look for other drivers or humanity in general. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand there's there's moments in it, but at the end of the day, like, and I'm talking about like there's Hans throw-ins that got, you know, uh, I think Connor Jones got us. Did he get suspended for that or probation for that? Um, uh and then obviously, yeah, I'm not and sure. then even my deal, uh, he got sus- or not, he got a, a fine for yeah. running out on the track, which is you know that is what it is. That's kind of a racing thing, but you know, just anytime there was any kind of fight or anything or on track deal, there was suspensions or whatever, or, uh, <clears throat> or uh, not suspensions, probations, right? Handed out throughout the year. Uh, Mason had a probation, probation. pretty early in Katie the year. Katie did get suspended. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of you know they were pretty consistent on that. Mm. That's something I foresee continuing its consistency but i would not be surprised if it went on the side of being a little more strict yeah well i think you and i both can speak to it so we kind of just all touched on it right there i think well i know me and you if it happens to us which i have been suspended as long as it is the same standard for everybody Mm -hmm. we all know that going in right so as long as that doesn't change course 
then yeah. I think it's fair game. Right. It's when it becomes situational dependent, in my opinion, that it becomes a problem. So, you know, to me, it's just no matter who it is. It does suck. It sucks. Yeah, it's I mean, a hard it's, call, right? Yeah. Because I don't think Connor Jones should have been suspended for throwing a Hans device, right? right? A hot take. Yeah. Okay. I know Connor's a wild man, right? He's in some controversy most of the time, but that's what sells tickets. Yeah. That's what makes cars tour racing fun. Yeah, we're right? in the entertainment it's people business. people like Connor Jones. Is there times in people's life where they don't like Connor Jones at all? Yes, for sure. But he definitely, add, you know, if he's on TV, I'm like, well, at least it's going to be, you know, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. You know, that shit's cool. Yeah. So when somebody like that personality, like Connor has, does something like throw at Hans or whatever, and he gets suspended for it, it's got to be consistent, right? Because it would be out of character for someone like, well, like myself. If I threw a Hans device, it'd be kind of out of character, right? right? I think people would be pretty surprised if they yeah. seen that. Would I get suspended? Like, do you think? I mean, I think I would. Because yeah. Connor did, so I think I would too. Yeah. I think they're pretty consistent on it. Um, Hans throwing's a god. I mean, it's tough to it get is. suspended off of, but it's you know you don't want to. It's I think it's about. I guess the whole point is we're learning this as we're doing this podcast. The whole point is to not to show a better example, right? To, yeah, for people out there in general, like they don't want to. They don't want to. That, and I think it's the whole thing of we all know, I mean, we could probably do a whole episode on this, but like the insurance and the liability situation with us getting out of our cars and being on the racetrack. Yeah, that, yeah absolutely. That's a whole different, and there's been scary situations, yeah. terrible situations in the past that's, that's, that's arose from that, but a little bit different scenario, obviously. Yeah. Um, but either way, you know, that's way in the past. Um, but they were very consistent all year, uh, very strict mm-hmm. all year. I think that'll continue into this season and mainly because, you know, I mean, obviously the, the, New sponsor is going to mm-hmm. expect a that same standard to right. be held in place. I think you just got to be you got to run a you got to run a division with class, right? It's all it's fun and games. It's like we all love doing redneck shit. We're we're all racing. Yeah, we're all rednecks. Like yeah. we love racing, doing stuff that. And by redneck, I mean just somebody that likes to go out and do fun shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so we're all doing that. But you do have to like it is short track racing. It is you know we're kind of like. We're definitely, you know, we're all, most of us are working nine to fives, all that. Mm-hmm. We, it's not a professional environment to a lot of people, but it kind of is. Like, yeah. It's a little bit different. I think, days. I think every year now, or even you could, I guess you could say really and truly, it was probably like right there yeah. last year, but like flip the page of this year, you could say that starting now it is, you right. know, just for everybody involved, as you said, title sponsor. You know, it, it becomes a lot more eyes watching, yeah. and and as you said, I think you put it best: a standard that has to be met and kept. Yeah, I don't want to misconstrue what I'm saying because, like, I don't want to because me saying these kind of things just sounds like blasphemy. <laughs> because you know, I'm I'm just talking about you don't want to over there. There is ways that you can make a race division just look like a shit show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can make it look like a madhouse or you can make it look like you even have fights and all that. But right. like, man, people don't, at the end of the day, they don't watch racing because of that, even though it, it makes great TV, but right. We're not, we're not on network TV. Right. People are paying to watch us race. race. They're not paying to watch us fight. And yeah. we're not paying to watch us be Mr badass cool guy whatever interview or make a fool of yourself or go throw some shit because you want to be on tv yeah we're not people are paying for flow for racing yeah like and i think that clicked i mean you know it makes as a as a person in this industry that clicked for me this past year yeah wait a minute this ain't 
you know, these people aren't just tuning in because a race is on. They're paying for this. Yeah. Like, they want to watch this. So you can't just, you know, that's something that you have to, as a race car driver, and especially young race car drivers, if for whatever reason you're listening to this, that's something you should pay attention to. Yeah. Like the fact that, you know, the people out there are paying to watch you f- to race, you know, like the reason I'm saying this because NASCAR is a little bit different, right? That's network television. That's entertainment. entertainment yeah. Like, it is to a certain extent. Obviously, they're professionals, the best drivers in the world. I get it. But it is entertainment. It's right. okay for Kyle Busch to go act like an asshole on TV. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves him for it. I love Kyle. Every, you know, he's a badass. But at the short track level, people aren't paying for your personality. Yeah. I mean, they are. They're paying for your personality, but not your antics, I should yeah. say. You got to have personality. That came out wrong. But you know what I mean? It's just, it's one of those things. And I don't really know where I'm going with this, but I'm just saying, like, have fun. Be entertaining. Go do fun shit. Don't act like an asshole. It's yeah. not that hard. Yeah. And that's how you get around getting suspended in the car store uh, mm-hmm. in modern in the modern era, for sure. Um, so going forward into next year, before we talk about more season preview stuff uh, as far as drivers and tracks and the schedule and whatnot and what we plan on doing and all that good stuff, I want to talk about the new rating scale because um, – that was kind of our main thing last year was yeah. that was the doing the track ratings and stuff. And like throughout the year we had uh, probably, you know, there was a multiple occasions where there was tracks that should have probably had a higher rating, but didn't because the phone signal sucked or the uh, bathroom sucked or whatever. Yeah, some. Obviously bathrooms do add to the experience of a racetrack, but it shouldn't, it should be grouped into it because it, it also, I feel, so what I'm saying is, is on the new rating scale, bathrooms and concessions will be factored into one, one. group. I know that sounds weird because who eats where they shit, <laughs> shit. right? Yeah. But it usually goes hand in hand. Yeah. You know? And they're normally right with each other if we're being, I mean, I'm saying at the facility. They're always yeah. right together. Yeah. That's what I was getting to. Hickory. Dominion, uh, Tri County, South Boston. They're, well, they're, they're all bit, like yeah. they're all really they're all right. So yeah, bathrooms and concessions. That's going to be one rating scale from now on. Another uh, rating scale that's going to be added. A new one is going to be fun factor. Um, this will be how fun it was the race. Simple, simple as that. And then could you pass? Was there a lot of strategy involved? Like was it a you know how what kind of how was the race? Was it fun? Um, obviously one to ten there. Uh, the the second one. Well, third one will be track atmosphere. Um, so, in other words, the fan turnout, what kind of events they have for the, throughout the weekend, uh, promotions they're holding, you know, and then track side, how the track side environment is, obviously the track side party and all that good stuff. So, the atmosphere. Um, a couple of notable tracks that would have been really high in that rating would have been like South Boston, right? That would have been a really high track atmosphere mm-hmm. because of the fair, because of the, because of the uh, track side parking. They would have been a 10, in my opinion. So... Uh, moving on, facilities will be the next one. Uh, that'll come in to lighting, infrastructure, you know, eye appeal, infield, elbow room. So, like, how much room you have to operate. So, so, yeah, that's that's that'll be the whole um, facilities rating. And then after that, we'll have the surrounding area. Uh, so, food, nightlife, hotels, stuff to do. Yeah, just kind of so similar to last year. Uh, so we'll have a lot of the tracks, obviously, we've already raced, but uh, a lot of them will get re-rated based on, you know, how that weekend goes. There could be weekends where Brandon races and I don't race. And on that particular weekend, I'll just have Brandon do his ratings and we'll just go off of that. And I'll just kind of, you know, I'll just kind of piggyback off of what he says and give my opinions from, you know, from 
uh, at least the tracks that I do go to. So that's kind of the plan on the new rating scale. One Um, thing we're going to make sure we do this year, as Dylan touched on, uh, whether he's racing or not, obviously if he is with me, but we're going to actually film what we try at the concession stands. Yeah, I need to do that. Um, It was a a big thing last year. It's a big part of our show. I mean, I know we have multiple people come up to us, Mm -hmm. you know, and say they really enjoy this part of the show. So uh, we're going to definitely make sure we do that. And if one of us is absent that weekend, uh, both of us have, you know, quite a few friends in the industry, Boo Carlisle, people like that, that we can do it with. That'll be more than willing to step in and, and, and be a raider for us. And uh, just, just looking to, you know, add that to the, to the spectrum this year. Yeah, I think it'd be cool to, you know, obviously it was fun last year doing it, but um, we, you know, Eaton's always weird. It's touch and go. Yeah, it's touch and go. Like, you're not, I don't know, I don't have a big appetite on race day. I'm just kind of, you know. So nerd. tracks listening, as me and Dylan told you all this last year, and we know a lot goes into it, but if, you're, if your concessions are open on Friday, I would say there's a 99% yeah. chance we're definitely going to Friday, eat. we're getting it, yeah. 99%, yeah. Yeah, if the track concessions are open on Friday, that's obviously a, a, a plus so one much on more, point too. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, big big deal. So yeah, new rating scales for next year. Just kind of wanted, to, or well, this year, uh, wanted to fill everybody in on all that. So we'll obviously uh, Southern National will be the first one coming mm-hmm. up. So have a uh, not long. You got you're getting ready for that, huh? Yeah, supposed to go test. I think this uh, upcoming week actually. Yeah. So. so. So not long before Southern National, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to get right back into uh, Southern National. All right, so going into 2024, obviously, new schedule was announced last year. You guys pretty much listen to this, probably already know it, but we're going to just kind of go over it, go through it a little bit, just kind of see what the schedule has to offer and, uh, you know, what races we're excited about, maybe not so excited about. And uh, so I'm just going to go through the list, and you just let me know which one's you know, if, if you have any notes on that particular event, as mm-hmm. I go. So, Southern National, obviously, season opener, March 9th. Uh, March 2nd, the pros are there, obviously, waiting mm-hmm. for us. But March 9th, it's us. And then uh, we got a new river, uh, March 23rd. Hickory on April 6th. Uh, then Orange County, the return to Orange County, April 20th. That's first time back there in how long? Uh, it's been a while, but I'm super excited. Yeah. Yeah. One of your favorite tracks, right? Or oh, is your favorite track? That is the, yeah. That's the one. Um, May 3rd, go to Ace Speedway. And then May 14th, back to Wilkesboro, North Wilkesboro Speedway, or May 15th, I guess, late model stocks. And, uh, that, and after that, we go to Tri-County. That's obviously also All-Star Week. Mm-hmm. Um, Tri-County is after North Wilkesboro, just a few, it's 10 days after North Wilkesboro. Uh, then Langley, June 1st. Uh, and then Dominion, then Caraway. And then the throwback race at Hickory, July 27th, and Ace Speedway again for the second date. Somehow, Wake County Speedway, uh, August 24th. Excited mm-hmm. about that one. Got that one circled. That's one that I'm excited about, obviously. <coughs> I mean, obviously, Wilkesboro, but Wake County is one that I'm uh, definitely chomping at the bit to go uh, try to get some redemption. Uh, Florence, and this is August 30th, so Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Race and is also the same weekend as the Darlington race. So that'll it is. be a big companion weekend. It'll probably be a lot of eyes in the stands, you know, a lot of ass in the seats. I, I suspect probably uh, cup drivers racing in it. Yeah. I was given Dale some. Junior, I believe, said he's racing. He is. In it. Yep. I was given some tidbits on that event last week. I mm. fully expect if you're listening to this, once tickets go on sale for that race, that you get them pretty quick because 
they're not going to have enough seats. Yeah. I mean, it's just they're not. So. Yeah. After that, they go to South Boston on September fourteenth, uh, which is late models and pros. Um, fun little racetrack. Obviously, I raced there last year. Um, taken over by Brandon Brown as mm-hmm. a general manager this Excited year. For him. Excited for him. Yeah, it's cool. Good guys won on that yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, big Glad, time. A score for the good guys. Uh, glad Brandon got that opportunity. Uh, Tri County Motor Speedway, second race at Tri County of the year, which uh, is cool. I'm glad they go to Tri County twice every year. It's kind of become a staple um, at this point. But after that, the big news. Season finale, North Wilkesboro Speedway. Championship night. Mm-hmm. Season with finale. With the Modifieds. With the big boy Modifieds. And, uh, yeah, that's exciting. Um, that is on October 19th, and it's obviously late models and pros, but. Something to me about a Cars Tour championship being decided in the mountains of Wilkesboro yeah. in October. It's going to be. I'll be there. I don't know if you guys can know that or not, or if you guys would know that or not, but <laughs> I will in fact be there in some capacity or, yeah. or another. Um, that, you know, uh, the schedule I think is awesome. Uh, you know, a good variety. I think everything's pretty well spaced out. There's 17 events this year, uh, one more than last year. That's a little on the hefty side, in my opinion, just as a, you know, Guy that you know, it, coming from a guy that doesn't race a lot every year, mm. it's you know running seventeen times seems like quite a bit. But I get it. Oh, I would ten races a year, like ten to twelve, is like a it's a tour, but it's not. You know what mm. I mean? Like that's kind of like the 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 standard these days everybody talk, talks about these traveling touring series and they have eight to ten events at two to four tracks no that's not really a i mean it, it's like a you know i don't know it's like a three county touring series i don't yeah. know how, you can't really call yourself a tour, tour i mean yeah. it is because you go to you go to two different tracks technically you're a tour yeah you know um i wonder if that i wonder if you could necessarily call yourself a world tour you know or or you actually have to go different different countries. countries. I guess so. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. That makes perfect sense. Why you would call it a world tour? Some of the world's going to be coming to us this year. Ben Rumlin's Mr. SVG is going to be running, running cars, cars for races. So yeah. That'll be in the in the childhood car. Yeah, that'll be mm. exciting. Yeah, that'd be good. He uh, got wrecked early last night in an ARCA race. I seen that. He did. Imagine running your first ever cup race and just winning the son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. He had no idea what he won, I bet. He'd probably just like, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that was neat. What's next? What's y'all's next division? Y'all yeah. have something a little easier or harder? Or- what? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure he was a little more filled in than that. But anyways, uh, yeah, the schedule, I just don't – I don't have any complaints, man. I, I would sit here and say, like, yeah, to do this. I mean, it could be, you know, I don't – I'm sitting here saying, like, yeah, I'll, some days I want to be like 14 is the number. 14, yeah. 15 is the number. So for me, but- like – I hate not seeing, uh, well, let me be politically correct here. Pulaski County Motor Speedway on there, Motor Mile. Um, you know, it's, it wasn't on there last year, but I'm just saying. But I guess for me, having Orange County on there is kind of like doubling that, if that makes sense. You know, I'm I'm extremely thrilled to see OCS get a date back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like you, I mean, I don't, I don't have any complaints. You know, like it's a bummer that, that Motor Mile is not on there, but right. – Super excited to have 
uh, Orange County back and really excited to go to North Wilkesboro twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, North Wilkesboro twice is obviously... You know, for me, and I'm sure, I mean, you could spend a whole episode on this too, it's it's a little bit of a sour taste in the mouth seeing the old girl f- freshly paved. Oh, yeah. But I think for the longevity of the racetrack, it was the right move. Yeah. So that's what I keep trying to tell myself. I wish we would, you know, because like I even felt like last year it was different because of the patch jobs and stuff mm-hmm. than it was that first year. That first year, I feel like it was throw them up there and just really the first get year after it. It was very, you know, very worn out. Yeah. It was, it was, I mean, it was a driver's track. I mean, you had to drive that thing. It was fun. I've had the last two years, I've had a lot of fun racing on that racetrack. I mean, I've had more fun passing cars on that track than any other track in my life. And that's all I'll get. That's it. Yeah. That's the only experience I'll have there. Yeah. It'll be 40 years before the damn thing's that worn out again. Oh, probably. for sure. So like, I, you know, I, uh, I'm excited for it, but it, yeah, it's obviously, it's, you know, it's bittersweet. Like you yeah. said, like it's, uh, it does kind of, you know, it sucks on one hand, but you know, it has to happen. Like I'm, it, it's got to happen. Yeah. I'm happy to know that that is what, like I said, it's going to give it longevity to go watch a modified race or cup race, oh, truck yeah, race, sure. us. Yeah. And I think the racing is still going to be good. It was yeah. just, it was just, it was a different type of racing when it was that worn out. Oh, like, for sure. When it's that worn out, dude, I mean, you're just, but it wasn't, you're going, you're hauling ass too, right? Yeah. Like, oh, it's yeah. It's fun. Like, it, it wasn't like New River pace. Like, it no. was, like that was like too slow. Like, yeah, that was yeah, almost yeah. a boring race to me. But yeah. like, Wilkesboro, the pace was off, but it was like, you're still hauling ass, and I don't know, something we'll never experience again at that no, racetrack, so I don't it was think cool it'll... that we got to do that, but but uh, yeah, I mean, even though the, the asphalt is new, and it's going to be drippy, and you know, who knows what kind of racing it creates, because, you know, we haven't really ran on this kind of asphalt, really, like, at, at this size of track, so who yeah. knows how late model stocks will well, handle. From, from what I've been told, and you probably definitely can speak more on it you know i I have heard again this isn't i'm not i wasn't a part of the track crew mm-hmm. you know but that they used some kind of different it's supposed to be pretty degrading mixture uh, in the asphalt it's supposed um, to be pretty degrading and it's supposed to wear out yeah pretty fast and i think you know with the the technology available these days it's kind of in in marcus and smi's hands you know there's the tire dragon there's things that can be done that when we get there mm-hmm. there's already more than one groove yeah you know so um I yeah, think. I mean, there's all sorts of opportunity for it, for sure. I mean, I I, I, I think it's going to be a good racing regardless. I mean, it's Wilkesboro. So, yeah. like, even if it is tough to pass for a couple of years, I mean, you know that the the general longevity of the of the racing there is – if it makes some late model races single file for a couple of years, I can deal with that if it's going to bring cup racing back to North Wilkesboro. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, absolutely. So, it's never been a gripe. Like, I don't – you know, I understand people's like, well, they, you know, don't ruin the racing. Like, yeah – it's going to change it, but you it's, know, it's happened cup, at every other racetrack. Look at Texas. Look at, at the end of the day, it's a cup track and they want to make the cup racing better there. Yeah. And to make cup racing better there, I do think that they're going to have to have some pay. They don't have to do something because yeah. the way those cars are, they just kind of suck on old asphalt. Yeah. Even, like Kyle Larson whipped everybody's ass last year, but period. If he, at you know, both divisions. Yeah. But, you know, that's because he, if he would have ran the bait model race, the worn probably, out racetrack. Yeah. If that track stays the same, damn Kyle Larson never lose a race. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Until he retires. Yeah. But, um, no, I'm just, I, who knows? Uh, I don't, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying not to be too much of a purist of like, oh, I got to stay on old asphalt, but, um, yeah, I mean, I brought it up because I knew 
Yeah, it's bittersweet. You and me, you sure. yeah, you and me both were in the. I don't like ripped up racetracks. Yeah, like, I don't like. I typically don't like racing at them. But yeah, North Wilkesboro, I'm gonna make an exception and figure out how to. You know. Yeah. It might make me a better race car driver because I'm gonna have to like these ripped up tracks now because I'm gonna have to learn how to race Wilkesboro. So. Right. It'll be different, but at least the track shape at the end of the day is still the same, and, and we do have some laps there. So it's 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 special to know that there is a gym mm-hmm. for me an hour up the road, and for you forty minutes, you yeah. know, whatever that yeah, no that doubt. I used to. We all used to drive by that looked like a horror movie. Oh, yeah. You know, it was it was grown up. It was mm-hmm. you know, greatness is back, and yeah. it's going to be different for a little bit, but it'll be better in the long run for sure. Yeah, I think uh, I think you know it's. Z Max being involved and Mark and the Smith family with Wilkesboro and the car store being like an important part of North Wilkesboro now, especially those two like big events throughout the year, I think is huge going forward. And I think North Wilkesboro's championship race there could potentially make the car store's home. North mm-hmm. like you could like kind of make that place home, right? If you start crowning your champion there and stuff. So you know, I'm a super excited for it, and I'm going to do all I can to give the best hospitality possible to, uh, you know, obviously everybody with, with the cars tour because, uh, you know, just because I want to see that event do great for years to come, whether I'm racing or not. Um, obviously, Wilkesboro, I'm going to be trying like hell to race. So, uh, but also something now is open. So like, yep. Anybody can try to make the race. With yep, the that email was sent out uh, so, to us this so week. Everybody is, uh, everybody can come try to make it. You can come at least make laps at Wilkesboro if you have a late model stock car. I recommend you come try and do it. It's a uh, very badass. Just know it is new asphalt. Please bolt check everything and and all that good stuff. Yeah, it's fast and uh, you know because car store is a whole different level for sure. I can say that from being a local guy coming in and running the whole tour last year, I can say you got to have your P's and Q's together and all that good stuff. Um, but you can do it. You can like this series is made for local grassroots guys to take a chance to come run these events. If you ever wanted to take a chance to race in North Wilkesboro, and, and you know whether you got great equipment or not, it's worth a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, I rec- you know it's okay. I'll 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 go to North Wilkesboro this year. And be a very happy guy whether I get sent home or not, you know, just because making a lap there is a damn a blessing for sure. So, um, yeah, I definitely recommend anybody come to come run that race. And then obviously the October race too. Uh, two very special events, but that is not to, you know, that's not to deface any of the other special events like the throwback race at Hickory, um, which is kind of a, a Cars Tour crown jewel. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would also consider the Florence race um, on Labor Day could be the new Cars Tour Crown Jewel race, right? Because it's a uh, yeah. Well, I think that's just going to turn in. Thing. Yeah, it's going to turn into a very interesting week. I think. I mean, think about you know one of the the most prestigious Cup tracks still left, like me and you were just talking about asphalt. You know, mm-hmm. Darlington. You know, those right. those guys. Even with that Cup car, they still got to drive it in there. I mean, in my opinion, Darlington. Probably puts on the best Xfinity race of the year. Mm-hmm. I will go on record to say that. I mean, yeah, that's sure. that's just my opinion, yeah. but I, I feel pretty confident it's in it. always badass. And so to have that environment down there that week, you're running on a Friday night. It's going to be a lot of eyes on the tour. Going to be a lot of big names there. I think even just spectating, drinking beer, hanging out, you know. So um, I'm excited to see what that event, like you said, evolves to, because I think this yeah. year will just kind of be it getting its feet wet, but I think it'll really take off. Yeah. It'd be really neat to see. Like, I think what's cool about the whole deal is that when cup drivers run it and especially Dale, obviously, um, 
when they run events like that, and I think with it being on that night, I think there's a chance there could be multiple. Um, I mean, who knows? Yeah. But even if there isn't, even if it's Dale, I think there'll be cars going home that night, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I think I there'll do. be cars going home. But it's also just, you know, I, it's good, great for the fans to come be able to see, you know, that little prelim style, not a prelim, but a, but a preview of what's to come. Obviously the race at Darlington is badass. So like, you know, you get to go to Florence and see the short track. It's cool to just see, you see the evolution of the sport. If you go for that, you know, you go watch the, the us race on Friday night and then go watch the truck, Infinity cup, the whole deal mm. or whatever, however it even works out. Well, now, for me, but. that, that whole thing is cool. The Zacharias family, uh, for, depending on which way you come, I know for you and I, I mean, you literally can look through the trees going down the highway and, and past Darlington on your way in to get mm-hmm. to Florence. And then the bleachers at Florence are from Darlington. Right. You know, when, when the Zacharias family acquired the racetrack, they've got some, so it's just, it's just a cool area. Um, and not to get too long winded, but I saw Steve and, and Jacqueline and, and Brian Vals and that staff down there at Florence for the icebreaker have one of their best, uh, crowds that I've seen there in a long time for right. the icebreaker. And it was because the weather was pretty good for that time of year but it just it made me really happy they work really hard they're really good people and uh you know it takes support to keep these tracks going so um Mm -hmm. you know i think there's still some really great things to come for that racetrack no doubt and there's a lot of a lot of racetracks out there that's definitely you know a lot of them that's working their ass off this off season that we ain't seeing on camera or nothing right now but They'll be appreciated once we get to go to them at some point this year. And yeah, like you said, we got to go try out our buddy Diaz's. Uh, what is it? I don't want to mispronounce. Is it fiber optic? Uh, yeah, it? he's got fiber internet now. Yeah, so um, at Southern National, he's been wearing us out to come down there. So to try out the fiber internet. We'll be Southern there National. soon. Should have great 4K streaming services in, as at Southern National for sure now. So we'll see how that works out. Um, uh, also, you know, well, let me pause it first. You know, over this off season, a whole lot of things changed mm-hmm. in the car store. Um, well, well, not a whole lot, but a lot of driver swaps, or not driver swaps, organization changes, mm-hmm. switcheroos. Yep. You yourself was involved in this calamity, switching over to Carroll Speed Shop for the 2024 season. Mm-hmm. Listen, you got yourself a pretty good opportunity. You want to fill our listeners in? I mean, I know you've talked about it quite a bit. Obviously, you don't have to. You know, tell us the whole story, but obviously, yeah. I mean, I have fill us in, fill the BTAR listeners in. Yeah, they've they've only seen it on Facebook to this point. That's right. So you know, I mean, now uh, it can be, I guess, more uh, freedom of speech, maybe so to speak. Talked mm-hmm. about. Uh, obviously, Toyota manufacturer came in to Lee Poyan Performance, uh, put a lot of uncertainty on on my ride and on my future there. Um, you know, I don't think it probably takes a genius to figure out what that meant, and I uh, didn't know if I was going to be racing or not. And uh, got lucky, and uh, you were one of the first people I called. Actually, um, you know, got a phone call from from John and Justin Carroll one day, and uh, it was an opportunity I couldn't really pass up. You know, mm-hmm. Justin's one of the youngest, if not the youngest, crew chiefs on pit road. Yeah, still a racer himself when he can. Right. Uh, but so with that, very involved, very up to date, mm-hmm. and a hard worker. Right. You know, and um, they're a family run team. They're a small team. They've they've had Jacob Hefner for I want to say about seven years and had some success with him. You know they were uh, they finished third in points not this past year but the year before last uh, ran third at Martinsville. You know have had some success. Uh, had Connor Zilich driving for him last year some, and mm-hmm. we obviously know what he's going on to do. And 
it was just a, a it's it's been a great fit so far they're racers they're a racing family um you know john himself's been in racing forever he worked at roush for years and right. uh he, he's at rev now and, and pretty important role over there so it's just been a lot of fun i guess for me and i'm sure you could probably even like touch base on this as far as the dynamic working with somebody in our age group not mm-hmm. that not that 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 working with older people is a bad thing obviously there's experience yeah, but just well, it's different yeah i think yeah. just that being that he still is a working, racer and, and working with a peer is a little yeah. bit different than and uh, and like I said, man, it's just it's a good group over there. It's a small group. So you communicate differently with an elder than you do a peer, right? You know? And uh, you know, and I think just the biggest thing is it's just it's their life, right? You know, so like not that it isn't for other people, but like they work every day and long hours and whatever because they know they're kind of playing catch up to that bigger team. Mm-hmm. But it's just you know it's it's kind of for them make it or break it type deal and they just love it. You know yeah. they don't have to do it, but it's it's their livelihood. And so it's been a lot of fun so far. I'm excited to see what we can do. Um, spent you know a lot of time and, and resources over the off season, a short amount of time. Been able to go test a couple times. Got one race under our belt and uh, and a black car. Black car. That, body color. That's probably the most exciting thing for anybody who's followed my career. I have not been in a black car since 2018. Yeah, so it's a long time. Been a black car now. Yeah, so uh, back in black and uh, excited and uh, you know hoping that uh, you know obviously turn the page on a great five years at Lee Porn Performance. Yeah. And so with that, I thought it was only fitting to kind of change the look, and we've done that. And uh, I think it's probably one of my best looking cars yet, and yeah. uh, hoping it brings us a lot of success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exciting. Um, couple other changes were made throughout this offseason, and that was Connor Hall went to Nelson, mm-hmm. took over the ride that Landon Huffman was in last year. Mm-hmm. Landon went and uh, joined uh, – I guess it's kind of Jimmy Mooring slash Huffman racing. I don't know. Jimmy Mooring. Yeah. yeah, he races for Jimmy Mooring. And uh, who else changed? Grady went to T- Torp. Torp, yep. And who else switched? A few other, a few other switchers. Uh, RNS, RNS have any switcheroos this year? Well, you got Deke now running in house. Deke's the in house RNS yeah, car now. That's that's kind of big. Uh, you've got uh, Trayton Lampovich, the Chad Bryant can, car. Yep, Chad Bryant car. Trayton Lampovich is racing it, which is uh, pretty big. Yep, that's so that would be the car that Connor Hall was in last year, which was a winning race car. So another, you know, a, 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 that's a name that you guys might hear a lot more. You might not know it now, but mm-hmm. pay attention. Uh, who else is uh, Isabella coming to take Isabella, over my ride? Isabella to or my old in. ride. Uh, Butterbean obviously is still there. there. Uh, McCarty's still at RNS. There was some uncertainty miss, on his we're missing somebody. Chase Burrow switched manufacturers yep. or something. Right? Well, he's I think it's sellers. I think he's racing okay. for yeah. Uh, and then obviously a lot of new teams were announced. I mean between mm-hmm. uh, you know I mean I countless but um. Notable Stephen Nassie obviously said he's running full time, which is a uh, pretty damn. That's cool. big. Yeah, yeah. Big, I mean, you know, I... Stephen Nassie running full time in a car store. Uh, and there's a you know, I don't know how many full timers are announced right now, but I'd say it's probably. I think Landon put out a tweet, and from talking to Keeley, I think that's pretty close. I think somewhere around 23, 24, yeah. which is a lot. Yeah, that's that's kind of. I mean, you know, normally a full thing. field for car store is twenty eight, yeah. so you're almost at a full field of. Right. Yeah. You know, I think normally that number's been closer, like. 14 right. 16 somewhere in there yeah so yeah it's uh you know definitely a lot of cars it's gonna be a very you know it'll be a uh 
it's going to be a, another step up from last year, in my opinion. You know, even though la- like every year is going to it's going to get harder. Yeah, harder, every, yeah. Um, at this rate, you know, um, uh, it'll eventually kind of level out, and you'll have that year where it's like, okay, these are the guys. Mm-hmm. But right now, you're seeing more teams and more people and and more funding come in and 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 try to take chances at winning these races because they know how hard it is to win them and stuff. So it's 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 uh, inter- it's a crazy time to be in the car store. Great time to be a part of the car store for sure. Yeah, well, I think like, you know, so me and you talk about it because we enjoy other forms of racing besides just our own. Right. Steven Nassi has made a, f- a fixture for himself on his brand and just his, his image. You know, he's, there's a lot of excitement around that name, mm-hmm. good or bad, like him, don't, the Bubba him rivalry, you know, it's just, you, if you're a race fan or you're a fan of racing, you know who Steven Nassi is. Right. There's a reason why somebody like him is coming to, to the race the car. Yeah. I mean, it's, right. you know, so I think it just, it speaks, it speaks volume on this thing. You know, obviously he raced with us at, uh, Tri-County last year. That's right. Um, I got to run the 400 with him then at the end of the year too. So you know, he's a hard racer and man, anytime he shows up at the racetrack, he's, he's going to be a threat. He's going to figure it out. You know, he's just, those guys are going to figure it out. Um, obviously you've got the returning now, two-time right champion Carson coming Mm -hmm. back you know at at junior motorsports they're always extremely tough so you know I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough year man I I don't know it's like you said we're not gonna sit here and put rankings on it but I don't know the the guys that are normally good I think are gonna be good but it's not getting any easier obviously all pressure in the world's on Carson to to repeat um or three peat Mm -hmm. I guess I should say um all the pressures on the world in Butterbean to go and try to dethrone him um you know you got guys that and and Connor Hall Pressure's on him to to go and take that car that Landon was running good in and keep running good and, and win races and all that. Yeah. Um, you know, there's just pressure on a lot of guys and, and whether you got, you know, a lot of people, it is, it's good old short track racing, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, a lot of, a lot of hard work and a lot of pressure on drivers and guys that are fighting for spots and stuff that are, that's, it's an interesting time, man. It's, it's very competitive and, um, you know, looking forward to to what all this year brings. I don't know, you know, I don't know if it's a champion, a championship pick is is a like probably a weird thing for me to do. But since I'm not really like, I don't know, I like I would not be surprised at a Carson three peat. I wouldn't be surprised at Butterbean dethroning him. Wouldn't be surprised at Connor Hall coming in. Wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden you showed up, won three races. Like, who knows? Yeah. Like, it's just that competitive. I'm telling y'all. Like, it's so hard to make predictions. Well, I think one thing, you know. Also, mean- I'm, you know, I would sit here and say I could make betting predictions, but that's illegal because I literally race in the series. So <laughs> I don't think I can really do that. Yeah. But, like, I do think that. It's, yeah. you know, I think just every year, man, I think so, like, it goes from, okay, hey, there's. 14 guys or girls tonight that can win. Right. I mean, this year, I I will go on bet to say from what I've been told, it's probably going to make, it's going to break, it's going to be a record of consecutive races of cars going home. Mm-hmm. You know, so as far as full fields. Yeah. And I think if you start the race that night, so if it's the, the starting field that night, you know, if I think they sent out our email at ACE, it might be 24, 26. I think it's 24 at Wake, 26 at ACE, and then it's going to be 28 to 30 at the rest of tracks. Mm-hmm. Well, I think all 28 starters that night have a chance to win the race. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, yeah. that's, that's, that is the level right. that we're getting to. I know. It's crazy. I mean, like you told me straight up that last year before you, unfortunately, and I mean, my heart broke for you that night. I mean, I had my, my own bad luck, but 
that you felt like you had one of the best cars you've had at Wake County. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and you didn't have a hood, and you were mowing through the field until you had a tire go down. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's just yeah. it's on any given night somebody can hit on it. No doubt. You know, and and it. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that are capable of running good and running up front, and that should, given the given the opportunity in a good car, they would, you know, run good. I mm-hmm. mean, for example, Landon ran the throw the first race at Hickory in his car and got lapped, mm-hmm. and was in the way of the leaders coming to the checkers, basically, and then gets in a good opportunity and goes out there and wins 30,000 fucking dollars. You know what I mean? And, and, and throws his nuts and across this, the windshield. The, you know, half a car at uh, Martinsville. Right. Backing it up. Yeah. You know? I mean, and that just shows you like a lot of people that aren't running good. I'm not, I'm not saying this just cause I'm one of those guys. I don't want to damn be that guy. I'm saying just people like Chase Burrow. He don't run up front every week, mm-hmm. but he's capable of winning every week. Grady, mm-hmm. you, yeah. ever, you know what I mean? You, the la- last year you didn't run top five every week, yeah. but, at any given point that you would have been leading laps, not many people would have been that surprised. Right. You know what I mean? Drivers-wise. Maybe fans, but drivers, we all know there's a lot of guys out there that are extremely, like, capable. Yeah. So, and there's a few that are incapable. Don't get me wrong. But um, it's a, you know, it's 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 a very interesting series, a very, very talented series that could, that could rival on a competitive scale any other series in the world. I mean, you know, Obviously, everybody has different budgets, but as far as top to bottom, what's the best car in the field and what's the worst car in the field, and you tell me the difference in between them, car stores really, really, really close. So oh, yeah. It's uh, it's very neat. That's why when you look at our qualifying times every week, man, it's blink yeah. of an eye from yeah. first to last. I mean, it's, it's I nuts. That's what made me drink eight beers at night <laughs> instead of four, four was qualifying <laughs> last year. It was damn, you know. It's tight, man. Working your ass off for you know, a damn half a tent. Well, and I think what people don't understand for us as competitors, for us to touch on that real quick, it's, it's so hard for us. We're human beings, right? So -hmm. it's so hard for us. We're sitting there, man, and we're, you're strapped in and you're trying to figure out what's going to be your routine here that night. Yeah. And it's that, it's that pack, that 16th packer difference of you overdriving or underdriving. Like the night that Butterbean almost lapped the field at Wilkesboro. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, he might have been a Packer away from finished fifth. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, that's literally how close it is. Yeah. It's, um, so, you know, it's a, it's it, as we say every week, it's a very competitive series, and we know what we're signing up for when we go into it. But um, I don't think I'd want to do it any other way at this point. It's just, you know, cars tours racing is about the only racing that we know at this point you know it's just like it's just the it's the it's the happening thing right now one day we'll probably look back on this and say wow look at this look how look how crazy that time of day was or well whatever. so i think for us you and i we've been through different parts of our careers now where we were those guys at the beginning of our careers that were happy yeah. to go run our home track and win right. or to race at our home track period 100 percent and then fast forward that now, we're, we're not really much different in our personalities and who we are as people, but right. now we're car store competitors. Right. And for what that is growing to be and has evolved to, it's a, it's a pretty damn big deal. I mean, me and you talk all the time. We touched on it last year. We're in the cup series of our stature of racing Yeah. every week. I mean, we, yeah. we just are. It is. It's the hardest level you can get to, and at least, at, you know, at the at the budget we run at, it's the hardest hardest thing we can pretty much run. So it's uh, 
you know, it's a, it sometimes it can be very humbling. Last year was a humbling experience for me. You know, I thought that, you know, throughout my career, I have been able to make up the difference. You know what I mean? What I've lacked in motor or what I've lacked in, you know, whatever on, on chassis or whatever it was. Right. I've been able to make up a for little it. bit of the difference mm-hmm. just because whether it was experience or just laps at that particular track or just, you know, whatever it was. Um, and then that became so much harder to do yeah. just making up that driver. It's just like, you got to have the combination of knowledge, experience, you know, um, and then obviously ability, but just, uh, having all three of those are very important in the car store. And, well, know, it's, it's like me and Justin, stuff. you know, we were talking, one of the conversations we had, you know, obviously trying to build chemistry, but this goes for anybody. I mean, I was having the same conversation with my wife and my dad the other night, you know, in the car store, mm-hmm. you've got to be a hundred percent every week with the notion and the mindset that that night your hundred percent may only be good for 12th. Right. But that's what it's got to be because if you're 95%, it's the difference between 12th and 22nd. Right. Or not making the show, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, that's a tough mindset to come into 17 weeks out of the year right. this year. It is tough. Um, we're going to, you know, I, I think there's going to be several, we're going to have a lot of races that we look back at at the end of this year, even that we say like, man, there's that got away from me or this and that, or, 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 or even maybe the opposite. Like, wow, that all fell right in my lap. But it's just how racing is. That's what makes it fun is like, nothing's promised. Everything's, you know, everything's pretty dynamic. You know, you don't really know what's going to happen. You don't know how the race is going to unfold. Even if you do have the best car, mm-hmm. you know, it's, there's a lot that goes into that, and I think their car store, like like we've said all night, is that they've done a you know a great job with the schedule and all that good stuff, and, and we're really excited for this season. Um, Brandon's obviously running full time for Carroll Speed Shop this year. I'm gonna be running. Uh, my I don't I can't I don't I can't really say full time because obviously I have a kid on the way. He's due in April, and obviously there's a lot of racing in between now and April. And I have learned that I am the type that likes to be very involved in the pregnancy. And I don't like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't like being away from my wife very much while she's pregnant. So, um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to put myself in a situation where I'm going to be at the racetrack and worried about my eight and a half month pregnant wife and, and, uh, and be there instead. And, um, so I think, you know, I don't, I don't know right now what my plan is. For my first one, but I'll damn sure be at Wilkesboro, obviously. Um, and I would love to be at Hickory. Um, again, that is a week before my child's due, so I don't know, yeah. folks. It's tough. It's tough to figure all that out. But yeah. I'm going to do what's best for uh, myself and my wife, obviously, and, and what's most comfortable for us. And then we'll just figure out um, everything else as we go. Um, you know, obviously, having a kid's a, a big deal, and, and we want to make sure that I get to you know be there obviously but it's not like you're gone that much racing cars tour but i you know i don't i don't want to there's a lot of nights at the race shop that you don't see you know that uh and also budget and and just you know everything like that that you're having to deal with um it's not it's not just time is the issue it's it's you know there's a lot of contributing factors but it's uh you know we got to first things first is getting baby boy here and 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 getting mama comfortable and all that and getting our life getting his life started and then uh and then racing's after that so that's my that's my thing but i'm gonna be paying very close attention and i'll be at the racetrack and i might be racing some of these so 
Um, I'll be podcasting with you and all that good stuff. So no worries. I'm not going anywhere. I just might not be in the car every single race this year, obviously. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll probably pick and choose a little bit. And if we miss one, we might sneak in a local show and just keep me, uh, keep me sharp, you know, because right now, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a lifer for the car store now, but I'm gonna, I need to go sneak in some local shows. And, and now that I had that year of experience racing cars tour, I feel like it's almost, now, uh, it's it, it, not that it's easier, but it 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 prepared me to race local shows. I think at a higher level, right? right. You know, so it's all about reps, right? And uh, I think going and running some local shows at some tracks in the area, um, you know, whether that's Hickory Tri County or, or somewhere Wake County or whatever, um, might go run some races at some point if I get bored. But yeah, we'll just be hanging out, racing and and filming and podcasting and and all that good stuff. Um, and uh, and most importantly, bringing a baby into the world. So yeah. that's, we're going to get all that done. Obviously, uh, April 20th is Orange County, and that's also the due date. So it probably yeah. will not be at Orange County. Um, but So I've got some spots in there. I, that's why I'm kind of spotty right now. I don't really know when I'll be able to race as far as the early season goes, but obviously we'll be at North Wilkesboro, and obviously we'll be supporting a cars tour and everybody um, throughout – the early season, whether I'm there in a seat or not, you know, um, because we'll be racing on it at some point throughout the year. Just don't know exactly when. So, uh, we'll figure it out as, as we go and, uh, you know, do everything with budget in mind and, and keep our race team operational for years to come, you know, like just cause we miss a couple races this year don't mean we can't race for the next three or four years. You right. know what I mean? Like we, we got more opportunities to race. It's just, uh, not putting ourselves in a bad position. Right. Um, especially with a baby coming and all that good stuff. So, you know, just trying to make sure we're good on budget and all that good stuff right now. Um, but yeah, man, I think that pretty much covers what we should talk about for the first yeah. episode. You know, we got, I wanted to just kind of get a little season preview in there and, and just kind of see, you know, how we were feeling about yeah. this year. We know y'all have all been asking. So obviously Dylan was able to break the news last night. I, as I have spoke yeah. on a lot, Dylan is the brains behind all this. I'm just, uh, I'm lucky to come down here and be able to speak my two cents, uh, you know, freely and and uh, and do something fun with with one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, though, folks, on what what he just told you guys is that Dylan Wilson's still going to be at the racetrack this year. Maybe not as frequent, but so all that means is is that when he is there, he's going to be having a damn good time when he yeah. does it. Yeah, might might miss a few of them, unfortunately, but you know. But also, maybe most importantly today. It's kind of only fitting that we're filming this podcast, folks, because it's my good buddy's birthday. Yeah, so, it is birthday. Uh, D-Dubs is the big 2-8. We're almost to 30. Yeah. I can't believe that. I know. But, we're uh, getting closer and closer. It's scary. But. It's always, since me and Dylan become friends, this has always been an interesting time of year because uh, his birthday is this weekend, and mine always is a short seven days right after. So yep. Six days. And we're, no, uh, yeah, seven. And usually that, that about seven. lights the candle for the beginning of the fender season <laughs> yeah so. especially back to back so yeah we got a lot of birthday parties and racing and all that good stuff coming up so we're gonna go get ready for that go do a little bit of celebrating tonight i don't know if there's gonna be any racing on the night it's probably gonna rain everything out but yep i believe i saw while me and you were filming they have moved the xfinity race to monday uh i'll be damned so what happens when they rain out a cup race sunday it's gonna be a double header on monday i, I guess all right well 
Appreciate you guys tuning in for this little season preview slash episode one. I don't really know what yeah, we're calling just it yet, but wanted to come back here and yeah, let y'all know we're coming back and yeah. give everybody kind we're of here. A, we're, we didn't go nowhere. Break the ice into the new twenty twenty four season and let all y'all know what's going on and right on. Yeah, can't wait to talk Taurus tour with you guys throughout the season. Uh, we'll keep you updated. Thanks for watching. Be sure to rate and. Uh, well, leave us a rating, do all the share and all that good stuff. We appreciate it. It helps us out. We will uh, see you guys soon. Appreciate it.